The following is an excerpt from Carol Shelby's Catalog of Demons. The fog in Kinshannon is manifested in many forms, but by far the most common is that of the dretch. Cowardly creatures, the dretch lurk in the shadows, infesting pain and blight where they may, but always avoiding an outright conflict. The only motivations they know are a love for causing misery and a fear of their demonic masters. The first dretch ever seen in Kinshannon was caught poisoning a well while dressed as a ragged old farmhand. When its cows pulled back, its face looked like a mangled mess between a goblin and a werewolf with green, slimy skin. Since that first accounting, the dretch seemed to have evolved, using their long forearms more prevalently and hunching over, almost appearing as enormous dogs. Notes. Dretch enjoy poisoning our food, attacking unwatched infants, and swarming drunks found alone late at night. Poison does not appear to affect them, and they seem to follow the commands of larger, more powerful demons. Be careful when encountering. Usually, more serious foes are not far behind. Previously on Half Party. Last time on the Halfest Party. Sweet dreams are made of these <laughs> half-party friends with a fresh start, too. Gotta roll dice with advantage, please. Natural 20s all of my life. Half-party. Fresh start. Damien Diorkinson and Jean-Pierre Duvernay escape through the alleyway window with Shelby Trotting along, bear, gallops, 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 uh, stops, breaks. What's this? Shelby stops around the corner. He walks down some stairs and disappears. Jean-Pierre thinks that's mighty interesting. And he's going to follow Shelby down. But you know what Damien Diorkinson's going to do? Damien Diorkinson's a bear, and bears do what bears care about, and that is to find the salmon around the corner, which is actually... A dretch. So Damien goes back, meets up with Shelby and the gang, where we learn that Shelby is a proprietor of all of the musings of every creature he's ever discovered, leaking through the fog. And Jean-Pierre goes... I don't remember what you said last time, so I'm just going to say... I'm sure it was something cool. They yeah, listened. No, it they had know. to be pretty cool. They, they know I said okay. something cool there. Yeah. We can okay, just so- insert the episode here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So insert here, Jean-Pierre saying the entire episode. And then we find out Shelby's like, hey, I've got two missions and you have a choice, just like every other video game. Free will, baby. Free will. Do you guys want to handle the dretches around the corner? They're like dog-faced, snarly pig things who are capricious fiends who... For carnage and destruction. Just... What is that they give carnage and destruction? I think they, they, they seek out carnage, pain, destruction, seek, carnage and pain. Yeah, okay, so, they, so they're terrifying. And the other option was to keep exploring the mystery of the murdered lady at the Snowball Inn. And our gang decided, nah, Shelby can handle that, and they're going to go take the dretches out. We'll take the physical challenge, Bob. Yeah, they, they barely got the dretches, but we're alive to live another day, so that's what happened. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What about the creepy guy that flew away? Don't forget that. Oh, right. At the end of the episode in the evening sky, a creepy creature with fucking giant wings. I didn't know what the word was going to come out. Fuck off wings. Just fuck off wings. 
flapping with a silhouette of just gnarled, infestatious, carnivorous flesh. I don't, I'm just making up words at this point. Um, it was in the sky and it was terrifying. Half party. Fresh start. Half party. Fresh start. Perfect. Welcome to Half Party. I'm Bjorn Folk, your DM. With me, as always, I have Daniel Diagnuff. <clears throat> My name is Daniel Diagnuff. And Justin Smith. It's in the shape of a heart because I'm so full of love. And thank you guys for that wonderful summation. Really One of excellent our work there. Really, really good stuff. Quality. Really good plus stuff. stuff. Just the yeah. best recap you ever did here. Mm-hmm. And we're picking it up. Just after the fight with the Dretch. How many Dretch were there? I think we What's killed like six. What's the plural of Dretch? Dretch eye? Dretches? Or is it like deer? Dretch? I think it's Dretch. I think it's both. Because when you say you get done fighting the Dretch, you make it sound like... Ah, Dretch. You fought one. That'd be really sad. Much less. Because like one wouldn't be bad. Four to five Dretches. I think it was six. I think it was six. Four to six Dretches. I think it was six. Yeah, I think there was four... That were surrounding you, and there was two behind Doc. I was Doc. getting, I was getting my uh, ass chewed, for lack of a better yeah. phrase. Yeah, there was like a really good section where I was hitting the shit out of you and could not hit. I Justin. couldn't hit anything, and all my damage was low. All right, so yeah, we we were there. We're in the we're in the near. <sighs> that that thing was most disturbing. That flew away just now. But well done. You handled uh, yourself. Uh, are you a bear? You're a bear right now. I'm a bear. <laughs> As I transform slowly back into myself, bleeding oh, quite profusely, I would like to cast a heal on myself. It's probably a good idea. So I'm going to use healing word. Good call. On myself. And now I can speak with you. I, it, we're going to have to work out a system, Damien, about how we can find some way to communicate where you are in your Ursuline form. How'd that heal go? So that is six points of healing. There you go. And I, after I, I whisper myself and heal myself a little bit, I go, I turn, I turn and go, what's up, Doc? I was just saying, I apologize for interrupting your concentration, but I would like to take a moment to just... It was nice. It was a good one. I don't want to... I don't want to let that go by, and you know I won't feel bad if you continue this discourse, uh, this right. interrogative, if you will. What's up, indeed, Doc? Indeed, indubitably. There, I was saying we need to find out some way that we can communicate with each other when you are in your Ursuline form. Can you take other forms? I imagine. I mean, yeah, I can. I can do other forms. I mean, do you know bear sign language? I don't believe I'm familiar with. The BSA. Well, if and if you put your hand, okay, put your put both paws up. Sorry, your hands up. Come on, Doc. Come on. I raise so my hands paws. in the air. Right. So, I'm raising like I just don't care. 
Yeah, no, but you need to care because these are very subtle bear sign language things, right? Okay, so... The picture of subtlety. Right, right. So you have both your hands up. You want to kind of curve them a little bit, right? Down, like, like you're grip. holding onto a ledge. Okay. So the, this means... Yes. Look out behind you. Now, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead, Doc. I'm all on board. And for, I turn around looking behind myself. Um, no, that was a, that oh, was a sorry, false alarm. Sorry. False alarm. Okay, but sorry. I thought we if I'm not mistaken, sound. you can understand my language perfectly while in bear form. Right. So then the need for hand gestures well, then is... Well, how will you know mo- if something's behind you, Doc? So you're, you're informing me that that's, that's what you'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, something will be behind you. And I'll just but I have no hand. need to communicate with I just I'm wanting to make sure my assumption is correct, that you can understand me perfectly. I mean, besides some of the f- f- fancy words you use, yeah. No, oh, I apologize. Uh, no, I'll it, try it and work on It comes with being a doctor. That. I get it. So when you do this in bare form, yeah. that means look out behind me. Proceed, sir. Okay, so then if I put the paws up like this. No curl. No curl. Like the hands are just straight in the air. Like, you don't care. Right. Uh, that means I'm going to attack the thing behind you. Now, I don't know if this is an official language uh, set up by a society or whatnot, but perhaps if you had both hands up in an open hand gesture, that could maybe indicate uh, a cease and desist, a stop. Right. See, but that, that's what you don't want the enemy to think that. Right? Ah, there is there is the subterfuge here. Right, right, right. So mm. I do that because they think it's a cease and desist, but you know that I'm going to attack the thing behind you. So not only are you going to attack, but specifically a target that is behind me, Correct. in the rears. In the rear with the gear. Of course. Very well. Very well. Do we have a it's- third one that perhaps I could learn? As you're discussing <laughs> this, behind Doc... You see, I'm sorry, Doc, you don't see this. I don't. I, and no one has informed me with, with, <laughs> with any, any sign of language. Our aforementioned bare sign language. Not necessary at this juncture at all, considering we're both Damien, conversing adults. You see an, a large creature, winged, grotesque, like a hairless baby chick but enormous and gray and disgusting with these arms that have big claws on the ends silently glide down and land several feet behind doc you were saying damien uh, and, and my eyes just get really big and you see my hands in the airs and i just like curl my hands down wait now i i thought we were <laughs> and i slowly shake my head and so I you're indicating that there is, uh, I take a step towards Damien <laughs> as I do a three-step turn. We're all familiar with in, that step ball change. In the middle change. of your st- three-step turn, I need you guys to make a constitution saving throw. As this rock lets out a stunning screech. I got an 18. Beautiful. That makes it. I rolled a 19. Perfect. That's great. You both make your save. This uh, has no effect on you. Um, this screech is, is cacophonous and resounds off the walls here. Um, oh, oh, outdoing the uh, the noises that you guys were making uh, in our previous session. Um, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Cover your ears, darling. Dan, before before we give those numbers, Damien's yeah. pretty fucked, right? You're pretty fucked right now. Pretty fucked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. What do we got? 
17 for Doc. All right. Let's see, so it looks like I get two points for my initiative bonus. Okay. Good. Um, that's a three. So is it a natural, natural, definitely not a natural two, not a nope. natural three. If I'm doing my math right. Yeah, because I did get a bonus of two. So you, you got you a natural two. one. Is Yeah, sounds mm. like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that right. was a natural mm. one for the, for <clears throat> sorry, that was a natural one for the viewers at home curious about my initiative role. Mm. We're gonna start it off with Doc here. Doc, this this creature is roughly twenty feet behind you. Um, when you turn around, he screams kind of in your face, and you see this this horrifying, uh, large winged creature with these nasty big arms uh, coming towards you. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to use. Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to use my Hexblade's Curse. Okay. That's a that's a new thing for our audience, so let, let me share that with you guys. Yeah. Well what does that do? It sounds bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna read so it because cool. it's a it's a pretty big it's a pretty big patron for me. Will you read it like with like intensive emotion? Mm-hmm. You want a dramatic Please. reading? You want a dramatic reading? I don't want a boring reading. Okay. No. Starting at first level, you gain the ability to Place a bale for curse on the enemy. As a bonus action, choose one creature you can see within 30 feet of you. The target is cursed for one minute. Until the curse ends, you gain the following benefits. You gain a bonus to damage rolls against the cursed target. The bonus equals your proficiency bonus. Any attack roll you make against the cursed target is a critical hit on a roll of 19 or 20 on the d20. If the cursed target dies, you regain hit points equal to your warlock level plus your charisma modifier. You can't use this feature again until you finish a short or long rest. Damn. That's really powerful. It's like a core feature of your class. I put my Hexblade's curse on that critter. That was. I think that's a great choice. I, I'm going to start off with that. I'm going to loosen a shield from inside my coat. <laughs> Yes. So I, I have now a boost AC because apparently this is going to require a little more uh, bastion of defense. I'm going to use Eldritch Blast because he's still uh, far away. So we're going to we're going to Eldritch Blast this fool. Get him. Okay. The first one is going to hit because that's well. Does a twenty three hit? That does hit. Okay. Okay. Nice. 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 We're starting off good. This this dice is hot right now. That's another twenty three. So I'm doing two blasts. Boom. Boom. Okay. Okay. So we're going to roll this here. I bet this looks so dope. So that's going to be 26 points of force damage. Damn. Just, right? These Eldritch Blasts go out, and then I believe I will move. So is it between us and Shelby's Shelby's place? Yes, he's back the way you came. And then we're just yeah. in a long alley, right? It could Correct. it could go on. I'm going to just say, Damien, find some cover. And I'm going to hold my ground. All right. Um, you whip out the shield, cast this brutal, absolutely brutal pair of uh, your Eldritch Blasts. And this thing does not enjoy that a lot. Um, it, it not You would think that would feel like a massage, but it really it doesn't. Yeah. More like a stabbing. <laughs> Um, yeah, stabbing, but like with like maybe a, uh, a hot welding torch or something like that. And he's he's none too happy about that. And he is up next, uh, and he is going to quickly and 
as you guys as you guys get this this view of this rock and moving, it's shockingly quick. And it closes almost immediately with you, Doc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to release a cloud of toxic spores in a 15-foot radius around it. So um, that I means Damien's in it, get, too. I'm gonna, it's going to grab both of you. I need a constitution saving throw. Come on, constitution. Please be enough constitution. 17? Yeah, I got a 12. Okay. Uh, Doc, you are poisoned. Um, Damien, you're okay. Disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. And at the start of each of your turns, you take five poison damage. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Are we in it? If we just stay in it or we have to make nope. we're poisoned until we save? Yes. Okay. And that is the end of its turn. Uh, next up is Damien Diorkinson. Yeah, take five. And my hands have been in the air this whole time because I was communicating via bare, <laughs> bare sign language. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to kind of crouch down and put my palms to the earth. And I'm going to entangle the vretch. Vretch? Vork? This is a vrock. Vrock? Yeah. I'm going to entangle the vrock. I love it. I'd like to cast it in a way that we're not in the middle of the entanglement. Okay. Uh, can you read me entangle? Grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square, starting from the point within a range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground into a difficult terrain, and a creature in the area, when I cast the spell, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. A creature restrained by these plants can use its action to make a strength check against my spell save DC. On a success, it frees itself. Love it. When the spell ends, the plants go away. Okay. Um, so I think it's got a 30-foot range on it. So you can easily place this so you guys are not in it. Um, and it's just taking up kind of that end of the alley where the rock is. Um, close like to... Shelby. Yeah. Towards towards Shelby's uh, lair. Um, so that, that's without issue. So I need to make a uh, strength saving throw. Correct. Ooh, that is a failure uh, with a seven. It's not going to do it against my spell save. No, so he is, um, these vines, they sprout out from between the cobblestones. Betwixt. Um, betwixt the cobblestones, wrapping around his talons. And as he tries to pull away from them, they just grip tighter, pressing them against the stone, almost breaking the talons off. Uh, next up, or do you have anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, I'm going to back up from Mr. <laughs> Fart Monster over here with his... good. Poisonous spewing birdie stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll back up about, you know, 20 feet. That sounds good. Next up, Doc, you are facing down this beast. What would you like to do? I take five points of poison damage, right? Yep. Starting off, take five points. Okay. And he's right up on me? Yes. He's all up in your business. I'm going to move. I see that he's entangled, so... Mm-hmm. First things first, I'm going to try and move out of his range. So uh, just move 10 feet to start. Okay. He's going um, to try and take an opportunity to... Yeah, I, I figured as much. Okay. So let's do that. Um, he'll do it with his basic attack, which is going to be his beak. 12? No, that does not hit. So I, I'm rolled. backing away, and I, I parry his beak. It pings off your shield. Ping. Now at this range, I will then fire off two more Eldritch Blasts. First attack, first Eldritch Blast attack coming in. 
at 15 again, so that's 23 total. So that one hits. That hits. A 19 on the dice, which means that's a critical for me. Yeah. Uh, So let's handle the critical real fast. 14 plus 5 is 19 plus 3 is 22 on that blast. That's the critical. 22 on the first blast. 22 on the critical. Right. And then here's here's the one that was not a critical. 4 plus 5 is 9 plus 3 is 12. 12 total on the second one? Or I guess that was the first one technically? Yeah. Sweet. So 12 plus 23 on that. And as, as a note for, uh, do you get a crit? Is there something with Warlocks that allows you to crit on spells? Oh, I don't know. I just... Yeah, because we, we've always played it that way. It's a house rule. I just want to explain for everyone that, that we play with a house rule that if you crit on a spell that you get to do the, the double damage as well. Cool. There's nothing in my class, so I, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, we, we've, we've always played that way because it's more fun. Okay, so 9 plus 3 is 12. So that's how much damage I've done. All right, so I'm 10 feet away. I moved my 10 feet away yep. from him. And then I will, I will be pla- I'll continue to place myself between my associate and danger. So Got as it. far as I can get to be you know, just a little bit in front of Damien. All right, um, make your constitution saving throw again. Oh, gosh. Now, let's hope this one works. Let's hope this works. Yeah, I believe. I got a 16 on the dice, but I have a zero con modifier, so 16. That's enough. Yes. You're no longer poisoned. Yeah. Now we can be friends again. Uh, The Vrock, frustrated, kind of snarls at you. Looking at your spell, Damien, um, does he make the save at the beginning or the end of his turn? A creature is strained by the plant can use its action to make a strength check Ooh. against my spell save. So it's his whole action. So he's gonna have to make. He's gonna have to use his action. Mm-hmm. Um, so he will not be able to attack this round. Uh, but I think he gets out of it. That's uh, twenty-one altogether. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting that you would say twenty-one because twenty-one does in fact. It's weird. It does weird. in fact beat mm. me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed that. Is that true? I'm. I'm glad that your level five character does not have a spell save DC that is 21. Could you imagine yeah, any too, character that has a spell save DC of 21 <laughs> that's not embossed? Yeah. It's terrifying. He's able to break free. He uses action. Um, and what he's going to do with, his, with the rest of his movement is fly uh, towards you guys and land again uh, just next to Doc. Um, next up is Damien Jorkinson. Mm-hmm. Think of something good, Damien. Yep, yep. Now I'm thinking real quick, real quick and hard. And I and I look up. And it's kind of nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. It's very much nighttime. Very much nighttime. Mm. I hope the clouds are parting because I'm about to cast moonbeam on this guy. Ooh! It's a wonderful night for a moonbeam. What does moonbeam do? A silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot-high cylinder centered on a point within range. Until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters the spell area for the first time on a turn or starts his turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. It Ooh. takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Wow. Also, if it uh, this, uh, blah, 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 it changes it back to an original form in case it's something else. Mm-hmm. Um, on each of my turn after I cast this spell, I can use an action to move the beam 60 feet in any direction. Awesome. 
All right. Proceed to follow this bird around. So spotlight is on the rock, ladies and gentlemen. The musical number. I'm rocking it. Step ball change. He's. You could say he's moonstruck. You could say that. Fly him to the moon. Anything else you want to do with your turn? We're gonna keep strategically because you're not in opportunity attack range. No, I'm going to keep strategically moving backwards. Strategic retreat. Yeah, strategic strategic withdrawal. I don't want it to be that I'm scared or that I have Mm -hmm. low health, quote unquote. Uh, Perfect. Okay. Um, (laughs) Next up is Doc. So he's in this moonlight, and it's it's very bright. So I say to him, have you ever danced with a devil in the pale moonlight? And I will... So I'll, I'll try and get to that 10 feet away. So I'll take the attack of opportunity again. Sounds it's be like 18 a plan. AC. All right. And uh, he'll make his attack. Uh, 15. Nope. I dance. I've nimble, nimble parry away again. Oh, nimble bimbly. And then we're going to, we're going to send some, some Eldrick Blast at him again. Just chipping away, if you will. Get him. The first one misses. All right. I rolled a two and a three on subsequent rolls, so I have missed with both, I feel. Ooh. And they, uh, he's getting scarier and scarier. So as, as I'm running, I'm like, Damien, I do believe our situation is dire. Perhaps your moon dance should begin. And that is the end of my turn. <laughs> and just on cue, it is time to enjoy the spotlight. Uh, it's a constitution saving throw? It's a constitution saving throw. All right. And that'll just Ooh. do half damage if he saves, right? Okay. Well, he's not going to save two on the dice, so uh, that is not going to be great. Um, he's not super constituted. He's not bad, but not enough to beat your DC. He's about to take 16 points of radiant damage. Ooh, good roll on that one. You know, and I realized okay. that I didn't say it out loud, but after I missed my attacks, I definitely wanted to keep moving back with to I with think you the said strategic that. You're, you're, withdrawal. Yes, I don't know if yeah, I say yeah. on this time. I just want to strategic. Use... Oh, understood. I yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry, I don't think I. Um, are you moving full distance there? I'm going to do the whole thing where I'm in between Damien yep. and the Vrock. Strategic retreat. Uh, strategic repositioning. Yeah. It's yeah. The, exactly. Strategic repositioning. Here. Okay, that's brutal. So now you see this, the ghostly flames. It's it's white hot, burning at the essence of this creature. And as you look at it, you can see that it. Its physical form starts to deform a bit, um, and you can see that it's it's this fog plague that is kind of making up this creature. You see a bit of its true form. Next up is... Oh, sorry, this is still the Vrock's turn. That was just the damage from standing in the light. Not great. He needed some higher SPF than that. He is going to move forward, and we'll see if he gets his screech back. Nope. No screech for this bad boy. Um, he is going to move forward and attack the first target towards him, which is Doc. So first he's going to uh, attack you with his beak, and that is a 23 to hit. Ty still goes to the runner, right? Yes. Okay, well, never mind then. Do you have an AC of 23? I have the shield spell as a reaction. Ah, I see what you're saying. And that, So I, I can't block that one, so I'm waiting to see if the next one hits. <laughs> I was about to get really worried. It's the DC of of Damien and the AC AC of of 23. (laughs) Um, Sweet. Okay. 
Uh, rolling damage. Nine plus three is 12 points of damage. Okay. Piercing damage, if that's important. Uh, it's, it's still upsetting. Uh, and then he's going to take his claws and swipe them at you. Okay. And that is 16 plus six is 22. I am going to use my reaction to shield that. <laughs> Got it. So you, you use reaction, you cast um, shield on you. So as the, the claws come in, a magical bubble pops up around you and the, the claws grate against uh, the magical bubble. And it still sounds, even though it's magic, it still sounds like claws on a chalkboard. It's awful. That is the end of his turn. Uh, next up is Damien Dorkinson. And with my hands in the air, and I'm waving them around, and I want to guide the moon that was behind him and the beam to slowly follow and land on top of the Bjork again so we can see its ghastly visage. And it's clearly not a fan of the spotlight. And it snarls and Really bright. And I'm going to back up about 20 feet. Mm -hmm. Sounds right. Um, Anything else you want to do with your turn? That'll be my turn. Sweet. Doc, you're up. I'm going to shout out to Damien. I'm like, Damien, this might be the end of line of the line for our acquaintance. And I'm going to pull out my whip. Uh, actually, Ooh. I'm going to bonus action my last spell slot, Misty Step. I think it's my last spell slot. And I'm going to Misty Step away, 30 feet away. I like that. Me. So I guess that'll put me a little bit behind right. yeah. Damien. Yeah, let's call it five I'm, feet behind, yeah. I'm going to fire off two Eldritch Blasts as my action. Okay. A 19, which is another crit. That's good. But a 12, I'm assuming, doesn't hit. No. Okay. Correct. Give me that sweet, sweet crit damage. The dice were bad. 14 points of damage. Of All force right. damage, if that matters. So that was my bonus action. It actually does. That was my action... And then I'm I'm just gonna say to Damien I'm like perhaps it is time for a much more expeditious withdrawal and I'm gonna like move my thirty feet down the fuck I don't know what this alley's like because we've moved a lot of feet down it but like I am I am extricating myself from the situation perhaps we should engage at a distance <laughs> give me a per- give me a perception check doc okay. that's a fifteen um, you see this creature is badly hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then looking back behind you towards towards where you're heading down the alley, you guys only have probably 20 feet left of alley before it, it dead ends into uh, these large city walls that tower up. So you guys are, are getting quickly backed into a corner, but the creature is also not doing great. Okay, so I, I move to the wall. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Next, uh, next, the Vrock is going to, again, move forward and seeing his... Well, he's going to take his constitution save. Thank you. Very good, Damien. Very Ooh. good. What an excellent reminder. Uh, that's going to be a 10. That's not going to beat it. Get rid of that I would guy. also like to point out that when I get to the wall, I hold my hands up in bear language with... Um, <laughs> With with my 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 hand like I'm Fingers just standing. Hooked. I've got a shield in one hand, so it looks funny, but the other one is definitely there. Just bear, bearing it up. Uh, that's going to be fifteen points of moon damage. Radiant, radiant moon, moon, moon damage. damage. Fifteen points of radiant moon damage. This last pulse of the moon flames bursting through its body. It screams and it, but it pushes forward. Oh. And comes for you, Damien. And it's first going to attack with its beak. 
Ooh. Uh, 25. Yeah, no, that hits. All right. Oh, not good on the dice, though. Six points of damage. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, question. Is Moonbeam yes. concentration? It is concentration. Okay. DC 10 concentration check. So that's just a straight up con save. That'll be a 15. Oh, All right, you make okay. it. Whew. Whew. Next, the talons. Ooh, not as good. 13. Does a 13 hit your AC? Yeah, that hits. 13 hits. <laughs> then I need 2d10. So from 2d10, you take 7 damage. Cool. cool. Uh, and give me another con save. That is a 22. Holds on to Moonbeam. And he gets his spores back. Uh, next up, one Damien Dorkinson. So I'm standing there. Face to face with the beast. Face to face with the beast. And I look back at that old uh, old Doc. Hands up. New friend. You know, hands up, letting you know he's right behind you. What I'm going to do right now with this Fjork in front of me. Frock. Mm-hmm. Rock. Frock. Frock. Frock of ages. I'm going to hold up my, my right hand, and I'm going to produce flame into it. getting natural ones when you're in the middle of combat (laughs) i know i do and that's why i learned how to do better now if you're like me and you're going hey how do you do better well do i have a subscription for you if you follow half party cast on twitter i'll give you eight easy steps on how to turn those ones into 20s in no time flat now i can't give you all the secrets but i'll give you a few hints it involves getting better. Now, let's get back to that episode. Back to you. produce flame into it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm gonna say hey everybody we woke up earlier with that thunder wave yeah, yeah. If I don't make it out of this please save my buddy no go shut the fuck up we're trying to sleep not to mention the screech that echoed off the hallway like god it's really <laughs> bad in the alley today <laughs> and i'm wild. going to throw this little tiny flame at the york Rock. For the rock. I'm gonna make a ranged spell attack. Alright. With a little bit of adding there. Mm-hmm. That is a fifteen. That ties his AC. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to Burn roll. him. You're gonna get this kill. You're getting the, the right kill. Dice. You're gonna get the kill right here. You don't need to roll. <gasps> oh my god. So How do you want point. this thing to he die? One hit point. One hit point. I'm so glad you killed this one. You guys had done 103 points of damage to it. It had 104 hit points. 
I with this with this tiny little flame, I, I look back at Doc and I just shove the flame into its into its eye cap. <laughs> <laughs> So that the fire just kind of like shoots out the other eye. Because I just produce flame in his face. What a spark of ingenuity. And as as this flame enters its eye, you hear another guttural. (laughs) And this flame not only burrowing through its eyes, but it seems to catch and take light on the very essence of this being and rip through its body as its entire corporeal being is just shredded by the flame and it just turns into fog and dissipates. Doc walks up to Damien and puts his hand on his shoulder and a truly Promethean stroke of ingenuity, my friend. Well done. I'm just gonna slump slump down against the wall. Easy there. We still gotta find the leak. Do you have anything left in the tank? I'm gonna turn off the... uh... And, and and with my other hand, I turn off the moonbeam. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a clap on, clap off type situation? Yeah, I, I snap my fingers, and the and the and it just kind of dims down, so that all that's left for Titans us focus. to talk and communicate is I produce a little flame so we can see each other. Yeah, I get uh, I I get some hit points back from that, so that's pretty exciting. Cause that is nice. Well, that must be he nice. Died. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> My friend, do you have cool? That's a cool. Do thing. you have any any ability? Do you have any potions or any any magical inspiration left to heal yourself? And I start rummaging through. I like I pulled a I pull a bagpipe and I set it down. As he's as he's rummaging, I'd like to walk over to the pile of dust and and maybe take a sample and put it in a test tube that I have. It's not dust. It's it's, it's returning cloud. to fog and then just dissipates into nothing. Yeah, well, I can cast healing word one time, so I'm gonna cast healing word on myself. Love it. That's six more health back. <laughs> I, I believe we need to move with some haste to perhaps stop the leak before any other vile creature emerges. But well done, my friend. Well done indeed. Your prowess is very impressive. Yeah. No. Um. And I and I pull the notepad out. And I, I hand it to him, and I go, does it say that we did really cool stuff? Uh, Doc scans the notepad, like, epic levels, my friend. And the notepad, like, as you're scanning it, it's like, it's, the quill is floating around and highlighting each one of these amazing feats that you guys have, have done over the past, uh, let's call it 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. 15 minutes. It's been, 15 minutes. It's been a fast yeah. one. As it does, uh, the pages actually in your hand flip back, uh, and you see the quill start gesturing towards two different phrases. One is closing the leak. The other is protecting the food stores. Ah, uh, apparently there are some objectives that <laughs> I have omitted. Um, we must find the food stores, it seems, before we close the leak. Or make sure because these dretches are, have a large appetite. What do you guys look like for dark vision? I have dark vision. Okay. Half elf. Yeah, there we go. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, both of you give me a perception check. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool Eighteen. Cool. cool. Eighteen. All right. Uh, thank goodness I've got a I've got a fifteen. <laughs> Jesus, I've got a lot of perception. So you guys both see up above you another form in the sky. Um, this one moving quite quickly, zipping just above the buildings, back and forth. As it gets closer and closer, you see a form that is familiar, wearing a top hat. 
landing with a large trench coat and a broom. And you see Carol Shelby. And he says, uh, yeah, I, I, guys, really loud. Like, just, oh my God, are you okay? I didn't know that we were supposed to be quiet, but we're, we're not very good. Damien, you look terrible. Even Damien, I think, is worse Thank for the way. Thank you. Uh, there were these these things uh-huh. that looked like dogs, and then there was this bird. Okay. Uh, much aside to Damien's condition, as distracting as it may be, we have not found the food stools nor the leak. I feel we are remiss in, in not leading off with that information. No, it, it, typically that's that's how these things go. You, you'll run into uh, the the purgeable essence of the fog. And then you can maybe go about remedying the damage that it's done. It seems like you may be doing the, the right thing here. Uh, it, it's, it's been very well done. Uh, quite, quite terrible and evil. Did these, these dogs, were they perhaps uh, large, misshapen, overly muscular with p- potentially what looks like a, a pig snout and, and drooling jowls? And a proclivity really, for pain and carnage? Yes. Yes. Really specific. And and it's almost like they were um, capricious fiends. Oh, uh, that, very well done. That, that does sound like Thank a dredge. I learned that earlier Apt, today. The, I believe they're they're no big deal in ones or twos, but in a, in a pack they are quite formidable foes. Uh, then then a bird, you said a winged demon, I think. Yeah, it, hmm. it had chicken legs. Oh, skinless oh, head, it, like a skinless it, chicken, I believe. Did it have arms? Yeah. Wings. What are we counting as arms? Like, it had arms. Can I just hold my hands up and do like the bear claw symbols. It was behind us. Oh, that's yeah. the universal Ursula. Oh, language. oh yes, of course, of course, bear bear sign language. Of course, I've read about it many times. Not not a fluent myself, of course, but it's it's quite an important language, especially among the bears or druids when they left to shape to bears those nerds. But interesting, interesting. I possibly have rock. Mm, that is troubling, but. Well, well. First, I, I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, do do allow me to to pretend to heal some of your wounds. Um, I do have a, a slight here. Hold on, and he opens up the uh, the uh, lapel of his jacket and pulls forth a small vial, um, glowing red, uh, which is the universal symbol for a healing potion, uh, and hands one to uh, each of you. Oh, please, gentlemen, You're most uh, kind. What a what do, a do partake. Welcomed libation. Yes. Yeah, I'm uh, sure there's nothing fishy or sketchy about drinking this from this stranger we've recently met. Do you have anything else to lose at this point, Damien? And and Doc just bottoms up. <laughs> and, and To your health. And uh, I uncork and I go, well, I mean, hypothetically speaking, if we were to say that our life had around a total of something, I have about eight of whatever that is, mm. and I just drink. All I'm right, uh, you can roll. Uh, actually, I could probably roll it for you to help us save some time here. Perfect. Um, it's eight d four plus eight. Uh, so these are our superior healing potions. Um, so for the first one, uh, three times eight is twenty four. Plus eight is thirty two points for you, Doc. And the second one is a four. So we're just going to use the math there. Uh, 32 plus 8 is 40 points of healing for you, Damien. And I, I hop right up. I feel great I, all I, of a sudden. Um, uh, could, could I p- p- please have the bottles back? Um, they're they're really helpful and they're hard to come by. Yeah, of course. Thank you so and much. And now that I'm standing at such height, I pass it down to 
<laughs> reaches up and yeah. graciously accepts. He says, well, uh, gentlemen, uh, I, I, I do um, I w- want to caution you against being too loud. Uh, in the future, they're, they're the, 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 the city guard may um, come and, and possibly be poking around now uh, as they hear complaints uh, and reports from the locals. Uh, Damien so do, did do happen cautious. to accost uh, some of the neighbors. I heard all of it. It was quite loud. Uh, which which part? I, mean, well, first, I thought he was polite was when he did it. Large uh, thunder wave. Uh, then it's some screaming, uh, potentially a yeah. screech of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. qu- quite loud. Did you see yes. the moonlight? It was striking. I didn't see the moonlight. I, I was I was busy investigating things. Uh, you know, the, the spyglass and, and the magnifying glass. And it's very important yes. to, to take in all the details of a, of a crime scene. Uh, it's quite complicated making sure that... Do all... we have to stay out here? I think we need to find the food stores, Damien. Oh, uh, you would you like to uh, potentially have a few items? I, I did forget to give you this uh, last time, but I do have uh, things that may help you on your way. Um, here, I've, I've got this, this brooch, and he hands uh, a small... Uh, ornamental brooch. Um, he says this this may help uh, against protecting with uh, things such as uh, uh, magic missiles or, or something of the like. Uh, it, 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 I, I'm hoping to improve it, uh, but currently it only handles uh, like the force type damages uh, and, and uh, some resistance to those. Uh, would, would you care for it? Da- uh, Damien, mine as well. Doctor, I mean, I mean after you, sir. It's, I insist you. You, uh, you look scrawnier against force uh, I might take umbrage at that if we had not known each other for only six hours now um, I don't, I mean, but yes are sure. you not the smaller one of the uh, two clearly of us? I am smaller yes uh, thank you so much Shelby this is very appreciative perfect and then for you uh, Damien um, you know, let me see here I, I did have uh, these slippers uh, would, you, would you say slippers yes they might they might be, be quite useful to you uh, the, the magical, Slippers. the magical properties should carry across your various forms uh, and help you there. But, all right, and I put my, I put one foot in the air for him, and he he holds them out, and they're they're actually really large, and they they don't quite fit, but then as he slips them on, they fit very well. How adorable! Like I'm the bell of the ball. Like you're the bell of the ball. Interesting. Very interesting. And you've, These are pretty snug, and I hold my other foot forward so he can put that one on as well. And the other one's already resized to fit perfectly. Um, and you have uh, sp- uh, slippers of spider climbing. As a, to, to read what they do, uh, while you wear these shoes, you can move up, down, and across vertical surfaces or upside down along ceilings while leaving your hands free. Uh, a climbing speed that is equal to your walking speed. However, the slippers don't allow you to move like this on a slippery surface. And then for you, Doc, the brooch of shielding. While wearing this brooch, you have resistance to force damage, and you have immunity to damage from magic missile. Excellent. And I've already just, I started walking up the wall. <laughs> and without any, like, it's its a little weird. Um, like, when Spider-Man is first learning to climb. Um, you, like, is my body on the ground and my feet are moving up? Yeah, it takes a second. Like, you still have to, like, your core strength, you have to really engage your core to make sure you can stay uh, uh, kind of, I guess you're doing like the world's hardest flagpole <laughs> plank thing. You're you're able to do it, and and I'm so I'm like hanging, dangling upside down, and I go, Shelby. Yes. Did you say that potentially this could transfer over to any animal form as well? 
It, it shouldn't leave your body. All, all your, when you transform, I do believe every single magical item that you have on you does uh, actually go with you into your new animal form. Cool, 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 cool. The image of a bear upside down I find amusing. Drop bear. And Shelby says, well, with that gentleman, I do believe I, I need to get back to uh, the scene of the crime while the, the evidence is still fresh. But do, do, do you need assistance or do you, do you know where to go from here? I do not believe that we are aware of the location of the food stores, but we thought that maybe they were in one of these warehouses. Then you hear a string of words that are like a magical incantation, um, but somehow almost mechanical come from him. And he gestures towards your notebook and the quill seems to pay attention. And then begins drawing you a map. He says, uh, th- that should take care of that. You are just full of surprises, Shelby. Thank you. But, but, th- thank you very much. I, I, I'm very, very, very happy to have you guys uh, along to, to help me out here. Uh, my assistants tend not to uh, make it very far. Uh, but if you uh, would like to rendezvous back uh, at my um, abode when, once everything is complete, uh, I'd be happy to debrief and, and potentially uh, hear some of your requests. I do tinker quite a bit uh, and may have other magical items or, or p- perhaps be able to uh, build something custom uh, to your liking. Splendid. I look forward to the upcoming cup of tea and a cozy respite. Oh, gentlemen. I've been practicing just walking up the wall. Gen- gentlemen, and he turns to look uh, up at you as well, Damien. He tips his hat to both of you. He says, uh, best, of, best of luck, and I, I will see you uh, on the other side, as they say. And he whoosh, flies off on his broom. Good day, Shelby. Damien, are you ready to come down and follow this map? Uh, I will come down if you give me a high five. I don't <clears throat> believe I can reach you, but no, uh, but I, I used to cast Mage Hand, and I <laughs> I give him a high five with my Mage Hand. I high five him, and I, and I turn around on the wall. So I'm facing the ground, and I start walking back down, and, y- and I land next to him. You guys take a look at the map. Um, you are fairly close to the storehouses, just a few blocks away, uh, making your way down the alley, taking a shortcut uh, between the buildings. Looking through the streets, you guys are on high alert for any other trouble and any other uh, potential demonic creatures that may have seeped in. As you make your way with your excellent night vision, you see nothing. Uh, eventually, <laughs> you make your way to the uh, the storehouse. And you find a, a large building with huge, huge barn doors that slide open to either side. They're probably 15, 20 feet tall. And as you look at the storehouse, you see that the uh, the door is ajar or slightly open, probably a couple of feet wide. What would you like to do? I suggest maybe an approach of subtlety and stealth, Damien. I mean, do you think it's a creature or a person? Because we could like maybe just talk to them so we don't have to like... You know, and I do, like, my finger to my throat. Yeah, if I could avoid violence at all times, I I prefer that. Uh, but I just... Is that why they call you Doc? Yeah. I, I preservation of life and whatnot. I took an oath. Yeah, because you're a doctor. I get that now. But I do think that maybe we should sneak in. Or perhaps, you know, if... if, if... I want to stop you real quick. And I want to gesture to myself. What do you think a six foot eight to seven foot tall half orc sneaking looks like? Well, I I think it would look something like this, and I definitely like do the comedic like hunched over, hands up, and like fast little tiptoe scurry, <laughs> maybe for like six feet, and then I I, I return to my upright position. I, I look at him for a response. Well, let's give it a try. Excellent. All right. 
Uh, That's a nat 20! That's amazing. I only got a 14. All right. So, Damien, with your nat 20, you follow exactly what Doc did. Hands up, kind of uh, curled, and this quick, tiny step scurry, and it's absolutely silent. And, And Doc, you're almost taken aback by how quickly this huge hulking mass of creature is able to move completely silently and and you you lose a little bit of focus and you you kick a couple rocks as you move through uh the street here but nothing too too loud elegance and Uh, grace of a dancer you guys make your way to the stores in the storehouse and as you get there you see uh, now that you're up close almost a small river of the fog flowing in towards the storehouse. Uh, and as you kind of trace it with your eyes, it goes in through the door where it's exceptionally dark. Uh, and as you get close and your eyes adjust slightly, you see inside one dretch. Right as you guys approach, you see him release his deadly spores. Mm-hmm. 